0: hey welcome to mondays in moderation your weekly break from the monotony that is monday that's a lot of m's and i had to slow it down because i'm gonna mess it up if i monotony don't ever do that again that was the i'm adam west (laughs) mayor of quahog make sure make sure you guys check us out on all of our social media at nothing in mod pod hope you enjoy the show here today uh we are talking to our buddy rafi he is at the underscore armenian underscore demon on youtube uh his his channel is currently about his uh, quest i guess you would call it to um compete on a world in the i guess a world championship for tekken um yeah so yeah I, uh, I guess we're gonna let you uh, tell those tell us a little bit about your uh, tell us about your story see where you're uh, you know how you got into it where you're headed what your plans are um
1: yeah absolutely uh, I guess it all started you know when I was younger and I played fighting games with my cousin and stuff like that and I kind of fell in love with the Street Fighter franchise which a lot of people played Street Fighter growing up um, and a lot of people actually played it on the Super Nintendo which is what I played it on never had a chance to actually play it in the arcade until I was older mm-hmm. uh, playing that and realizing I was playing a competitive fighting game at that young age you didn't realize that you were just beating up on your buddies here and there or getting beat up and I actually fell in love with it at a young age. Uh, I was never good at sports, I guess, like actual physical sports, but I was always really good at playing video games and kind of based my childhood on on just sitting in front of the TV and trying to get good at that. Um, And then from there on, it grew and grew until I got older and just becoming a very expensive hobby. Yeah. but I mean, as people do, I mean, people, you know, they, they race cars and, and you know, the, you know, building a race car is not a cheap project, uh, especially if you want to get good at it. And
0: you should see the, you should see the head shake I just got from Travis about that one.
2: It is, it is definitely <laughs> um, not cheap, especially when you never finish one. Yeah. It,
1: it happens, man. I mean, and getting into esports at any age is going to be an expensive task, um, it's, it's it's a project I've been wanting to do for a long time and just to get my name out there in the world of gaming, and I picked Tekken because, man, I've played it since PlayStation 1, and it's turned 25 now, 25 years oh, old. Oh, wow. Um, and I played Tekken 1 with my brothers on the old PlayStation uh, Jam disc demo, and uh, I fell in love with it and kept playing it throughout. I didn't get heavily involved into it until Tekken 5, though, but that's... You know, when I worked at GameStop, and Mm -hmm. could just check out as many games as I wanted to find out what I wanted to get good at. So
0: That's got to be the only uh, perk of working there.
1: Oh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I met some really great people like my buddy Rob Ray, um, you know, um, my buddy Jason, some awesome managers that I've had while going, my district manager, Tom, who honestly did a lot for me. He actually allowed me to get into the career path I have today. Uh, by giving me a, a a good schedule to go through school, uh-huh. so I mean there was there was good things and bad things, but yeah, that company even then it was run very poorly, and it was all about you know sucking people dry of their money or hey you just bought this brand new sixty dollar game well we'll give you fifteen dollars for it. <laughs> and,
0: most and I've I ever been companies
1: nine. need to make money yeah. but that's yeah. robbery so. Okay. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, so I, I started this YouTube channel for my project, which is competing in the Tekken World Tour this year. Um, I plan on going to a lot of the stops, um, which people can go onto my YouTube, of course, and check out all the locations I'll be traveling to. First one being Chicago, because unfortunately Japan got canceled because of the coronavirus mm. all right. Um I'm upset, but not upset, yeah. and I'll tell you why. I'm upset because I really wanted to go and, and, and compete over there, and I've never been to Japan. I thought that'd be amazing. But two, it, I mean, it saves me a ton of money by not going. Sure. Um, and this is all funded out of my pocket. So I'm you know, i paying for all this through a credit card and working overtime at my job to pay it back.
2: Yeah. Um, you so you dodging the coronavirus? I, I, asked if you were, I asked if you were dodging the coronavirus.
1: No, no, I'm not, I'm I'm not, I'm not too worried about that actually. Um, at all. Uh, <laughs> we, we, us in EMS, we, we deal with far worse every day. I
0: was going to say uh, your you're yeah, potential but, hepatitis cases and shit an Ebola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. And that's funny. You mentioned Ebola cause my company, uh, American ambulance had an Ebola strike team, which we actually got dispatched to in Osceola for an actual case. And that was a whole fiasco nice. at the time. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my plan. I, I plan on traveling to all these locations and competing uh, and hopefully doing well through it and recording the adventure and people following it. I really just want people to have fun watching me do something I enjoy doing.
2: So what kind of stuff is primarily on the channel that you've already got going?
1: So right now I have one travel video that actually me and you worked on and it was the trip to Jacksonville. Um, and thank you for helping me with that.
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: And basically, for now, it's the one travel video, and then I have a bunch of edit videos, some with humor, some being serious, and some teaching people how to play. Um, Right now, just one character, which is Bang Wei, who has been my main character for a long time. Um, I probably have like six years under my belt with that one character. Um, But right now, it's just those videos, which I think I have a total of like maybe 25 uploads, um, which isn't a lot, but for the people and the amount of people following me for the content I have on the channel, I'm very blessed, you could say. Um, but every week I plan on uploading about three or four videos. But I have a really big announcement video coming this Saturday, which I'm very excited to share with everybody. Um, and it's about the 24-hour live stream event and who I partnered up with. Um, To do the charity for. And it's a huge deal to me. And I didn't think they'd agree to it. I don't want to announce who the group is yet, but uh, on Saturday, I'll be announcing it on my YouTube.
0: Are you, um, so this, and I can edit this a little bit out. um, This won't be out before Saturday. So if you want to say it, um, you know, because it'll already be out by the time this goes out, the earliest this will go out is Monday. And we won't repeat it. Yeah. And I, yeah. So.
1: Yeah. um, No, absolutely. Then, um, yeah, absolutely. I can definitely, uh, let it out. I uh, partnered up with Bikers Against Human Trafficking here in Central Florida, which is a uh, group well-known around the world, in fact. But I met with the local leaders here, uh, Doc and Angie, and they sat me down and I explained to them what I wanted to do as Every year, I do an extra life stream, which is for children's cancer benefits or trying to get lab equipment for certain places to help people in need or just all-around charities that we did for my buddy Holbrook, in fact, because uh, he had two uh, preemies born that were twins and spent a lot of time in the ICU. So me and Sebastian tried to raise a good amount of money for them to help out. Um, but this time, instead of doing it for a cancer charity or benefit because in all honesty it's a great thing to do but i feel like you can kind of throw a rock anywhere and hit a benefit for that but nobody is talking about this real life issue that's happening now especially down in south florida with the human trafficking it's real world slavery and i don't want to get dark on your channel but (laughs) i mean in in all honesty nobody's talking about this shit and people are going missing every single day um And you have this great group of people, including celebrities, that are trying to reach out and help. And usually when you hear celebrities, they're like, "Uh," you know, they're doing it for a reason. But honestly, man, this group of bikers are just phenomenal. Phenomenal people are trying to help. And they've, they've actually helped people all over the world. And they place them and take care of them. And that's what the donation is going to be towards is to helping these people who are survivors
2: so is this um, the the group of bikers that shows up to court to make sure that uh, defendants don't intimidate of victims
1: guys, like, yeah that, that kind of, they're very much similar um, I think those ones are for like the, the child like abuse cases and stuff like that where the kids are afraid to go to court so they show up which is an awesome thing um, for them to do, and they help people out. But this group is specifically towards human trafficking. I don't, I'm not sure of the the details of what they've done for like court cases and, and for people, but I do know that they've helped uh, actual like survivors of it. And I think there's members inside the group that are also survivors. Um, I plan interviews with uh, with some people that we have in line for uh, healthcare workers who you know they see this on a day to day basis and they're taught to. Spot the signs and symptoms of human trafficking. You know, people go to the hospital for injuries. If they're, you know, is related to that specific area, they're trained to spot these things. So I have a lot of information and um, interviews coming out on this 24-hour live stream that I'm going to be doing. Um, so everybody can stay tuned to it. And if you want to donate, honestly, even if you donate money, just donating your time to watch the stream, that's going to be, you know, full of information about this, you know, cause is just enough because you'll be able to help somebody in the future just by knowing the signs and symptoms and who to call.
2: Do you know when you're actually doing the live stream? I know you said you're announcing uh, Saturday that you are doing one and that you're partnering with these people. And I believe when you and I were talking, you were talking about doing a 24 hour live stream when Tekken launches the new character that you're interested in. But do you have a, a rough date estimate as to when you plan to do this?
1: I'm planning on a very, it's a very rough date, but yes, it's, it's, it's based also upon a specific character's release, which is, uh, the brand new Tekken character, Fuka Ram. Um, would you just call me? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, he, is he's a very like specific character and i really like his play style but he's supposed to be out in about three weeks three to four weeks which is going to be the time frame of course of the 24-hour stream um but when i get a a, you know rock solid date for that i will definitely let everybody know via my twitch and youtube and my facebook account and everything like that i know a lot of people are interested and already i messaging me about when i'm going to be doing it but i'm just waiting for a solid date for this character so i can announce it perfect Yeah. Um,
2: just keep us posted on that outside of this obviously so that we can yeah. share too
0: yeah we'll definitely definitely yeah. retweet all that and get it all get it all out there for you because that's i think it's a great cause and um you know i think it's super cool that you know they're they're doing things like that to try to help bring awareness and and you know things like that to the, the the problem as is
1: yeah it's huge that you have a good group of people doing that. I mean, and it, it, it branches out, of course, past them. You have their um, affiliates and their sponsors who also, like Ruin Zephra is, is a big partner with them. And they've helped so many people. So I'm, I'm proud to be able to say, like, the Armenian demon for my, you know, my, my gaming handle is going to be partnering up with them to, to help with a good cause. It's yeah, huge for me. That's, you know? that's really cool. Yeah.
0: The um, so we we talked a little bit kind of um, about on your Facebook about uh, about the arcades and and you playing Tekken. I was never I was never big into Tekken, but I remember going to um, Rocky's Replay and I would play the uh, like the Cruising USA Racing game. But oh, yeah. but before I left, I absolutely had to play Soul Caliber. No matter what, That's my like, my last dollar life. was always Soul Caliber
1: that's my girl's game and she's slowly getting me involved into that as well i i played a lot of full caliber when i was younger but Mm -hmm. never got into it because the ring outs they kind of annoyed me a little bit Mm -hmm. i always liked fighting to the end but i kind of respect it now uh, playing a game now that doesn't have ring outs and it's just down to the last wire it's kind of nice to know that you can lose. At any moment, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that is that is really cool. It's like real life, yeah, yeah pretty much,
1: right. The, uh, Speaking of arcades, though, I mean, they're making a comeback. They are they're making a huge comeback. They it's are very profitable, um, and it's cool to see our generation that were you know spent a lot of time in arcades playing games like Cruising USA and mm-hmm. Area Fifty One, the oh, like gun game and stuff, yeah. c- bringing their children to these newer style arcades where they can experience games that we grew up playing and like the new ones like of course like you know the big scene of Fortnite and call Mm -hmm. of duty now these games have like world tour events just like tekken where they bring money
0: yeah yeah yeah. well and even here in deland like we have a they they just opened an arcade bar here in town that's i think it's been for about a year now um Hmm. You know, and, and there's there's a Dave and Buster's out in Daytona, which I know is like the the mega, you know, it's it's like the mega church of arcades. But the um, you know, there's the the pinball lounge in Orlando is is huge, and all they do is pinball. That's it. <laughs> So, that's
1: awesome
2: they just jack the prices up it's no single game for a quarter you're in at two bucks or two fifty no nah,
0: for- I think it's um, because it's like a bar restaurant type of deal like they you know they focus more on making their money from the bar than than on. I think the pinball machines are still fairly priced I haven't I haven't hmm. been because I'm not a big pinball guy so
2: I miss Disney Quest
0: Disney Quest was cool the uh, I actually Disney miss cool. I miss uh, the laser tag place what was it Qzar what was the other place Orlando Paintball World no that's not <laughs> uh, that, Jesus. I hate you so much. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I forget what was the there was that place in Orlando. Those Qzar that was laser tag, but there was another place too. I don't remember the name of it. Nah, I don't know. I didn't do enough drugs to do all that. Yeah. Oh man, laser tag was awesome. So I'm pretty, I got like you would like laser tag. I would rather it hurt if I got shot with
2: something. That's why paintball. <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't make any sense. sense. Why do you want it, it to hurt? You can run, You can't run out of ammo because it's a battery powered device. Does it have ammo? No. So you can shoot it unlimitedly? Yeah. So why not just hold the trigger down and treat it like a lightsaber? Because that's not how it works. (laughs) Paintball's better. I didn't say... say Whatever. (laughs) See, ah, you're the worst. Why did I pick you as a co-host? So tell me more about the Tekken. What sets it apart from... Aside from the community, because we'll touch on that too, you know, we... We've played a lot of other fighting games. You know, Soul Calibur is a little bit more extravagant, supernatural, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But what sets Tekken aside from other fighting games? Is it like a mechanics thing? Is it based on real martial arts so it reflects real life? Is it over the top? Is it you know animated? Like What is, what is it that Tekken does so well to be 25 years into uh, a – it's not a series, a brand, I guess. 25 years into similar – products and have seven or or 10 installments or whatever it is that is different than like a Mortal Kombat or a Street Fighter or a Soul Calibur.
1: Well in my opinion and I mean of course this is is strictly mine but for me it was the characters involved in the game were very unique uh, and their fighting styles were based on real fighting styles um, and There's one specific mechanic that hooked me to the game more than anything, because Mortal Kombat, you had combos, of course. Every fighting game has combos, but you didn't have specific buttons for limbs, and Tekken does do that. So square would be your left arm, triangle is your right arm, and X is your left leg, and, and O is your right leg. And that's how your combos are based on. You can't just mash one button because your character won't do anything. You have to throw realistic combos. Um, so when you are fighting another character in the game, you have to see how they're positioned. So if they're standing a specific way and they're leaning with uh, one one limb, you can dodge to the left or the right to to you know evade the attack and then punish him, uh, which is you know a word for causing immense damage to the, the player, whether countering him or, or, you know, like parrying him or something. Um, but for me, it's, it was just the characters. You, there, that game, you couldn't find a character you don't enjoy to play on that game. Um, not even playing fighting games, you could sit down and look at the character roster and be like, I'll give it a shot. Like you'll find somebody that you'll enjoy playing. do you watch martial arts movies, I guarantee you'll find somebody that you enjoy to play in that game. Uh, Especially with the new character that just came out, Leroy, um, who's based on the Ip Man. So that character alone introduced way more players into the game because everybody has been waiting for a Wing Chun character for the longest time. And now they actually have one who is overpowered, in my opinion. Um, But it brought in so many new people, uh, into that fighting game, who were who used to play Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and stuff, but it's not hard to leave specific games because of their communities as well. Uh, Tekken has a rock solid community, in my opinion, and I can I can vouch for that. Um, I've been involved in some horrible communities in the fighting world, and Tekken is the complete opposite. It's nothing but open arms and like brotherly love. It really is.
2: I had. I got the opportunity to watch uh, you guys. I think it was a group of you and a, a couple other buddies who all play the game fairly often. I, I think I sat on for like an hour, hour and a half watching you guys just play rounds against each other and around Robin and, and just make me feel like, man, it's a good thing. I don't try to play this game because I get my feelings hurt and go home, <laughs> but everybody was super <laughs> pleasant with each other. I mean, I think I even text you that after, after logging off that everyone seems super cool, but it's, it's impressive to watch anybody do something that they're good at and watching you guys play. And it's like, all right, if I can land one hit, I can continue to hit this person before they have a chance to counter or get up or anything and take all their life away. And I would be the type of person that get pissed and throw the fucking controller across the room.
1: (laughs) So that is even before me and these guys became friends, um, that's the reason I became friends with them, to be honest. I got invited into this Facebook group, which was called the Cracker Jack crew. And it's a guy named Joe that runs the, uh, the group. And it's full of some great people like my buddy, Ariel Markel, um, my buddy, uh, Calvin. Like we all play. And even the first time I played these guys, I got like bodied, like destroyed by these guys. But not once were they like, man, you know, you're suck. This is what you're doing they literally, in the middle of the match, I'm telling you, they'd stop and be like, look, this is what you gotta do. And it blew me away that this same thing happened to me at a major event as well after I got destroyed at a previous game I played. And the community of the previous game was very shitty and very toxic. And I was expecting that to be in almost all fighting games. But I was very wrong. Um, So... Basically, I went to CEO, which is one of the the biggest gaming events here in in Florida. Um, It was was held in Orlando at the time, and now it's been in Daytona for a bit, but it's going back to Orlando this year. And I went there to go play Mortal Kombat. And... Uh, Hadouken. Yeah. That's Street Fighter. Very good. Wrong game. Chicken McNugget. Don't
0: worry about me. I'll cut that part out.
1: (laughs) Wow. But... uh, (laughs) I sat down, and I thought I was really good at the game, man. You know, you play online a lot, and you start running through people, and you think you're one of the best players in the world, but then you come to these majors, and you're like, all these people think they're the best player in the world. Um, I sat down, and I think I got rocked in like three minutes in the first like, first game, and I was like, well, I didn't go as planned at all. Like I was supposed to win in my mind. I looked at the guy and I said, Hey man, like good game and do you know, the fist bump and there was nothing. He just looked at me and he kind of was just like, You got one more game and I was like, Oh, okay. So this is like my first tournament ever that I had went to, like my first major. So he beat me again very badly. And I was like, All right man, well, good game and He's like, Nah man, nah, it wasn't good at all and He's like, You should honestly not even be playing this. You shouldn't even be playing fighting games And <laughs>
0: I punch was him right in his throat. Not
1: expecting that at all. Like, I wasn't expecting that at all. And it kind of, like, shook me to the core a little bit because I was like, well, shit, that's not real nice. Um, So I kind of looked back, and then the entire crowd was, like, nodding, like, yeah, like, what the hell is that all about? Like, get out of here. And I was like, oh, fuck. So, like, I grabbed my controller, put it in my backpack, and I walked off. And it kind of, like, hurt me. I was like, you know, I spent a lot of money to be at this event. I got a hotel room for three days. Like it was supposed to be a fun time, but now I just absolutely don't want to be here. So at the time, the person I was dating, I, you know, I called them on the phone. They're like, look, don't leave. Just try to have a good time. Go have some drinks. So I ended up having some drinks. I went back to the convention because it was open 24 hours. And I ended up walking around and I ended up seeing this guy just sitting there alone. And I sat and I was, I was, he was playing Tekken. And I'd known of Tekken because I played Tekken 5, but I never thought I'd ever want to play a competitive way. I thought it was a very difficult to learn game. And it is. It absolutely is a very difficult to learn game. I sat down and I played with this dude for like two hours. And it was like 10 o'clock at night, I think. And he stops in the middle of the match. He's like, have you ever played this? And I was like, no. And he's like, all right. Let's pick this character. And he actually went to a character named Brian Fury, which I thought looked fucking awesome. Um, and he kind of taught me some moves because that was his character as well. And played for like three hours, man. And he taught me so much. And I was like, man, this, this, if other communities were like this... And lo and behold, I turn around and I see more people staying behind, like cheering me on as I'm playing this guy. And I'm like, what the hell are they doing? And they're like, oh, you know, they're cheering you on. And I'm like, I'm not used to that in the fighting world because I just got shit on in that corner basically by the entire community Um, and lo and behold found out this dude is like the number three or number four player from like Atlanta and I was was shook when I found that out I was just like holy shit like why is this guy wasting his time with me and then I realized I looked at all these top players that were sponsored at the time just sitting down playing casual matches with people that wanted to play and I slowly started to learn so on the second day of CEO, I kind of just stuck with the Tekken crowd from there. And I learned more and more and more. And then after CEO, I left and went to GameStop and I picked up a copy of Tekken and started practicing. Um, and this was at the time where it was Tekken seven, which was the newest one. Um, and I started practicing heavily on that. And here I am now trying to get into the world tour.
2: Do you see that there's a a decent gap in skill set? of online matches versus competition matches. Yeah,
1: Cause, absolutely. Cause um, I'd
2: assume that all I the, can... all the guys at the competitions and girls probably play online matches as well to, you know, the world becomes small with the online community. So you should be able to come across some good competition. But is it, is it kind of like going from little league to college sports to where you could be the the baddest guy in the schoolyard and then you show up and it's like, uh Oh, or yeah,
1: Absolutely. Uh, so I can sit home and play forty or fifty matches, and probably lose like three or four times, and get on this really cool, like high you would you could say of being like, man, I'm, I'm a bad motherfucker. Like I got this shit. Record all these matches, make awesome edit videos. But something happens when you go to a local. You can play somebody, and I hate saying beneath your 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 skill set, but you can end up playing somebody who's slightly less better than you and he can beat you because one, when you play online, the connections are not that great. So you get used to that lag input of, I need to hit this button at this time, at this time and at this time. But when you play in real time, there's no lag. So you will be, you think there's a delay, which is what happened to me when we went to Jacksonville is I played Tekken on a 60 inch TV all the time. And apparently that's a huge no-no for competitive gaming of any sort, Call of Duty, sports games, um, anything. If you play on a big screen TV, you are not ready for anything at the competitive level, in my opinion. Um, I talked to multiple um, like pro players who have been helping me out as well, and they all told me, go get a gaming monitor, 150 200 bucks, and you're going to notice a difference. And after Jacksonville, when we came back, I was very upset about my performance because I didn't beat anybody. I think I took one round out of the entire two fights that I had. Um, I was very upset with myself. And then when the new gaming monitor showed up, I bought a BenQ gaming monitor, which is like the cream of the crop. I hooked it up and I didn't play on it. I stared at it for like four hours because in the back of my head, I was like, man, I want it to be the gaming monitor and not my nerves, because you do have nerves when you go to any compet- competitive thing, I mean, especially if with you with racing. I'm sure when you're, you're up there at the line and you're waiting for that light to change, nerves are going to affect your skill set.
2: Um, yeah, and, and if you think me, you're going to get beat, way. you just steer into the other lane. Yeah. Just hit them.
1: For me... When nerves hit, I I was so scared about it being nerves and not, I felt like there was a massive delay and I was like, could it have been my fingers? Could it have been nerves? But the moment I started that gaming monitor and I booted up the PlayStation, I couldn't beat the computer on the easiest level. And I was like, wait a minute, something's wrong. What, what do you mean? Maybe, it was like, maybe it's, maybe it is the gaming monitor because I was dropping combos and I was I was hitting button inputs and then lo and behold, it was the entire time it was the gaming monitor that, I mean, it was me playing on this big screen TV. It wasn't nerves. So immediately that week I signed up for another local in Orlando. I went, I took my buddy andros with me and I ended up destroying two people at my local. And it was the greatest feeling. So I was like, I feel like I'm back to where I need to be, but I still need practice. Of course, I didn't win the local. I lost the, the next round pretty badly, but that's because I got confident and I was like cocky. And mm-hmm. I think those two things that will ruin you, honestly, you should always kind of stay vigilant and humble. But yeah, I kind of went into the third fight thinking I was just going to perfect this guy. Like I did the first guy and that is not what happened. <laughs> so so
2: <laughs> but bigger yeah, isn't I think always the better.
1: The skill set of online versus uh, at a local is, is very much different. You have people that strictly just play online. They'd never go to locals because they want to be like, yeah, I run through people online. I'm like the best. Then you have people who don't play online and just go to local events, and they are very difficult to beat because they're used to eyes watching them. They're used to the noise. Hmm. Um, and everybody's screaming or, or shouting at the, at the event, usually from Smash Brothers players because their <laughs> corners are always hyped. Um, let's
2: let's and, talk about some Smash Brothers. Are we going to break out the N64 and, and turn on some DMX and just go hard on each other?
1: Good. Yeah everything you just said right now sounds awesome so like i'm totally down <laughs> sounds to that. like you
0: got a small chub
1: right um i we have a nintendo 64 i can get the smash brothers on the switch which is the newest version of it um which has every character known to
0: so 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 what you're saying is we're doing a nothing in moderation goes to rafi's house and we're just going to do a joint youtube podcast of us playing smash brothers
1: Yeah, it could be a giant gaming podcast, Nice,
0: nice. And we can record it all for YouTube. I like it.
1: That's it, man. That's all we got to do. We'll get it planned Um, out. I'm I'm always down to play any fighting games, man. Like I said, I've I've always loved them, and I I love the learning curve of everyone. My buddy Rico right now, um, uh, he's trying to get me into King of Fighters, which is an an insane learning curve. Um, I don't think I'm ready for that. I just want to stick with Tekken this year and go to all my – my spots and compete and hopefully make something of it this year, you know, I'm trying to get sponsored, uh, which I have three people online and I'm speaking to right now, but I have to bring numbers to them. You know, I can't just say I'm going to do great things and then they sponsor me and I fail. So with,
2: you know, we're t- you're talking about sponsorships and going to competitions and stuff, aside from personal reward, you know, achievement, stuff like that. Is, is it something that people make money off of? Is it something that the sponsorships pay you the way they do in a lot of other sports? Or, or how does all that work?
1: So sponsorships, from what I've, what I've figured out, they have three levels. They have like your basic sponsorship, and then they have like an affiliate level. And then there's one above that, which is like a full sponsorship. So when, you're, when you get like your basic sponsorship, let's just say Red Bull called me up. And Red Bull's like, hey, we've noticed you you have, you know, 8 million people watching your YouTube and you always stream with thousands of people watching and we want to sponsor you, they can start me at the bottom, which means, hey, you can wear our shirt and our name and stuff like that. And then you can have Red Bull's Armenian demon on your gamer tag. So whenever I go to these events, what they do is they pay for your entry to the events and maybe the flight and hotel there that's for specific events. That's just for like your big major events, like CEO Evo and Vegas, this tech and masters that was in Japan that just recently got canceled. Um, then there's the affiliate level where they kind of just like, we're paying for everything. Like here, you're going here, you're going here, you're going here. We're paying for it. You're not paying a dime. We got you recover you, but you have to deliver numbers. I think that could be wrong too. So if anybody is listening uh, to the podcast, Please, you know, correct me, but I think you have
0: nope, to place no, top no, 10. Nobody listens to us.
1: <laughs> I listen to you guys. Yeah. So I think you have to place top 12 or at least top 10 consistently, or they drop you. It's not like any other sponsorship for, for anything else. Um, but then there's the final level where they're like, look, we don't want you to do anything other than play video games, and we're going to pay you. It's and like that is what you make real money in the gaming division. So there's streamers out there like um, Ninja and um, Shroud and um, Markiplier um, PewDiePie. Yeah, PewDiePie. PewDiePie. Which just retired. Um, (laughs) I think he's coming back or something like that. But yeah, these guys, their job is to stream and play video games and make it entertaining my favorite streamer is Eris, who's also known as avoiding the puddle uh which is one of my goals to meet him this year he's a big 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 tekken player and now he plays other things like dark souls and bloodborne and he's just a very entertaining streamer and i've always enjoyed watching him um but yeah it's my goal is to meet him but yeah it's i mean that's kind of how the sponsorships work so if coca-cola hits you up and they're like hey man we're giving you a full ride sponsorship because you're consistently placing fifth fourth place then i don't work anymore like this is my full-time job where they're like all right cars paid off your home paid off but you have to sign on with us for an x amount of time and you know we're going to pay you through it, and we're going to have you travel and wear our gear and everything else like that.
2: You have to um, walk around holding a Coca-Cola can on display continuously. And-
0: <laughs> this Fig this Newton's banner on the windshield really is convenient, but I do love Fig Newtons.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's not an area where I want to get in. I talk to a lot of pro players who are sponsored by specific companies, and they're like, yeah, in the beginning it was really cool because I'm on a plane to, like, thailand for the tiger uppercut event for street fighter but
2: i can't believe man, they train tigers to play street fighter
1: yeah it's crazy right almost not illegal there um but they they just don't enjoy it anymore man and i don't want what this project to become a chore at all i don't want it to become a burden to my life that's why i'm, I'm having fun with it this year and how it goes this year is depending on how i'll do everything next year um, so I, I just don't want this to become mm. a hassle for me and my loved ones. So I am going to be doing a lot of traveling, and every time I travel, I'm taking a different guest with me.
2: Ah, <laughs> that's why I haven't been invited back. Aww. <laughs>
1: Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, uh, like I said, I, I plan on traveling a lot this year, so there's a destination. But, I mean, I should use your miles. Okay. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and- the uh, the other thing, I, I, obviously League of Legends seems to be the big one right now, um, and then any of the yeah. first-person shooters. Um, obviously, from the days of modern warfare, I can remember everyone calling each other pussies and they'll kill your mom and shit like that. It sounds like the Tekken community is far more pleasant than that, but but are fighting games anywhere near that realm of earning capacity, or are you guys still kind of, for lack of a better term, second-rate citizens at this point?
1: I think, I think the earnings. I don't think they're on the level of the first-person shooters, or, or, of course, League of Legends. League of Legends, I think, was the biggest payout ever. It was like millions or something like that. Um, it,
0: doesn't Madden have pretty big payouts too, or wouldn't Madden?
1: Madden, Madden, I think, used to have pretty good payouts, but I haven't heard of in a Madden event in a while, to be honest. Um, Snoop
0: Dogg keeps winning them all. Yeah, Dude, he's actually. Yeah. Have you ever watched him? Have you seriously watched Snoop Dogg play Madden? He's not, not. he's not bad. Like, he's no joke. My favorite part, though, is when he records that shit and he's talking shit to people that quit early on him. Man, listen, Snoop is funny as shit playing Madden. Although I'm disappointed because Snoop, he must have low standards somewhere in his life because he plays on an Xbox. I'm not, I can't get behind. That's like having an Android phone.
1: He probably got it for free and it's sponsored somehow. <laughs> it could That's be. it.
0: Most of it is. It's, it's weird. Yeah, they usually give sponsorships to millionaires. Shit it doesn't make any sense to it's me. It's
2: a larger framed object so you can move more drugs. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it's funny talking about, about Madden. Louis, I think it was, knew a guy that he used to run into at parties in college or whatever. And the guy was part of the dev team for Madden. Oh, wow. And all the frat guys want to play Madden. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, I worked on the game. You can't beat me. Yeah. And they'd be like, "Oh, well, you know, you don't know. We play all the time." And he's like, "All right, if I don't beat you by at least fifty points at the half, you can count it as a win." And it was like every single play was a touchdown, or an interception, yeah. or a fumble. Well, it's just like I I helped write the code. I get yeah. it.
0: Well, and, and you've got to really understand football too, like, and, and that's I think that's where I lack in Madden is I don't I don't fully understand football. Like, I can't tell you the difference between like a dime and a nickel package. I don't know. I'm just throwing the ball or running it. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah.
2: If I'm not on my horse with a gun <laughs> that blasting people That's... in the face as I run down the the little roadway in town, yeah. I'm essentially useless. Get yeah. the hover bikes out of here because I'm, yeah, I'm getting blown up. And
0: I haven't turned Grand Theft Auto on since the last time I played and got murdered seven times in a row by one of those dickheads on the hover bike. I'm just trying to run <laughs> drugs, man. Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. I'm just trying to run drugs. That's all I want to do. I want to keep my little weed factory going, my little money laundering business. They don't need you murdering me every time I'm trying to complete a mission. Bullshit.
2: I'd imagine fighting games don't fall in the category of pay to win, do they? Rafi's going through a tunnel.
0: You got Sprint?
1: <laughs>
0: you I, I oh. think he's getting fooker Yeah. <laughs> You're cutting out, but uh, He gone. Hello? Hello. Hey, you there? There he is. Uh all right. Hey, we, we lost you for a second. Oh, my bad. No, that's cool. Uh, sounds like Yoshi yeah, got I'm the phone.
1: On, I'm on the Wi-Fi.
0: Oh, the Wi-Fi. Uh,
1: but uh, no, I don't. I don't think fighting games are uh, fall in the category of pay to win. But it, I mean, they do have DLC characters that come out. Like Mortal Kombat's heavy on DLC characters, Tekken is as well. Um so if you want then it's not really the next best great character you can win a fighting
0: game with any character I you can't. just have to put time and effort into that person. Oh that's it. that's that's the that's the conundrum.
2: This is just like the argument about wanting to have abs. Yeah. I should be able to do like 10 sit-ups and eat a salad and I have abs this whole yeah. having to spend a year doing it makes me not interested. Mm-hmm.
1: Correct. I'm an instant only gratification person. The difference between person. the gym and gaming is I can literally sit there and play games for like 20 hours, and I, I can't do that at the gym.
2: Yeah. I mean, you could. They think it's weird you brought a TV. Yeah. Right. Or that, or that you were streaming <laughs> from the locker room.
0: <laughs> they, they'd probably uh, find a way to support you at Planet Fitness. You're
2: inevitably going to get some old dude who likes walking around the locker room naked to just dry his <laughs> balls in the background. God,
0: I hate those guys so much. Hate them. God. They're the worst. I've seen so many old man dick. <laughs> In the locker room. Oh, in the locker room? Oh, God. In the church. Did,
2: uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. did, uh, so, Rafi, so what you're telling me is it's not necessarily a pay to win because EA hasn't come up with a fighting game
1: yet. I think EA does have a fighting uh, game.
0: They own one of them, don't they? they? They, I think they do the UFC games. I know they do the UFC games. Yeah,
1: but... and they are, they are garbage in my
0: opinion. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hot garbage. I, you know what? That's the yeah. one thing. Like, I've never been a big fan of UFC anyway, but I never liked the games. So
1: but, I'll tell you what. I, I like, would leave and I say this I would leave a majority of fighting games I mean I would never leave Tekken that will stay in my circulation but I would leave most if fight night came back Oh, so, where, yeah, where you have yeah. the
2: fight sticks and yep. you have to do different twirls and pirouettes and shit yeah. to get good punches
1: I yeah. miss boxing in general yep. and the last fight night game that came out had such a cool storyline yep. that it, I was mm. such. A, it was just a solid fighting game
0: they had the Def Jam version of that too with all the rappers in it.
1: Def
0: Jam? Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> Could you put in like the cheat the codes idea. to dump from half court?
0: <laughs> the uh, like Joe Budden was one of the ones in the game. So, <laughs> but pretty much everybody signed to Def Jam at the time was a character in this particular version of Fight Night. Right. I, and, uh. And of
1: course, yeah. Def Jam's Fight for New York is still critically oh, yeah. one of the best fighting games ever made.
0: Oh, wow. Damn. That's a, Yep. That's wow. Yeah.
1: They're going to have a mini tournament at CEO for Def Jamson, and last year when they did this, to it pulled like three hundred people. Wow. That's crazy. Man.
2: I only remember playing Whoa. the the demo for Fight Night where you could be Tyson or Ali. Mm-hmm. Yep, and just wailing on because that's the that's the match everybody wants to see anyway. I mean, not anymore because one of them's dead. But <laughs> I mean, I don't imagine he'd put up much of a fight, but he's not going to go down. No, but, but uh, I mean. That's always the argument. In their prime, who is the better fighter? Holly. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's like putting I'm Bruce Lee in the UFC Tyson. game. Mm. So can I just button mash and win a tournament? Can I just like pick Eddie Gordo and keep doing windmill no. things and sweep no. people? I...
1: I never understood why that became a thing of everybody saying I'll pick Eddie Gordo and button mash you'll die. Like you
0: <laughs> You'll die.
1: Eddie Gordo was known as one of the cheapest characters, but that's only because of his mix up with his highs and lows. I, so I think I'm going to block low.
0: I think I'm going to name this episode Button Smashing with Eddie Gordo. There you go.
1: There you go. Um, but in all honesty in Tekken 7 I've been playing that game for like six years, and I think I have ran into 10 Eddie Gordos.
2: That are any good?
1: Well, no, just in general. In <laughs> like nobody honest, uses I him? I ran into 10, because nobody plays me such, in my opinion, he's not a very good character.
2: Well, that's like having to fight someone who's good with Jigglypuff in Smash Brothers. It's like, yeah, you got beat by a puffy little pink thing that sings you to sleep.
1: <laughs> I do. I. Who's your Smash Brothers character?
2: Uh, you know, I honestly didn't play much after the first one. I didn't play the, the Melee or Brawl or Ultra or whatever's out now. Um, when it was Nintendo 64, after I unlocked Captain Falcon, that was my guy. Um, yeah. I used to like using Star Fox mm-hmm. or Fox just because people get so mad. He doesn't really have a good skill set, but I did, you know, you juggle people in the air. Um, Samus was kind of a an OP character in the original game, um, but... Falcon was definitely my jam and then they made him so fucking fast and melee you just kind of run off the edge of the screen on accident
1: <laughs> yeah I'd have to I'd have to agree with you on that or I would have to pay um, good old Kirby would probably be my character and
0: that
2: was always Matty Cakes go-to guy
0: ah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a clue what you guys are talking about. I've <laughs> never played a single match in Smash Brothers. Well, you're not going to do good on the podcast. Probably Smash. not. That's the point, though. I'm, I told you, I'm always, I'm always just good enough to not be a liability. Nice. <laughs> That's why you go on the other team. Yeah, pretty much. That's why I always got picked for the team that wasn't going to win.
2: Refi, you know how bad I am when we play like um, H1N1. Oh God. Or H1Z1. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so. For
2: the audience, when we play, You're each not
1: one, bad. oh, you okay. just have a different play tactic.
0: That's the I, nicest way to say that. That's I, the nicest way to say you suck.
2: I'm a distraction, yeah. so we'll all be in the vehicle. and We'll be driving at a group mm-hmm. of other guys. I know I'm not going to kill anybody. So as the as the vehicle goes by, I jump out and start shooting at them. So they start shooting at me, and Raffi and Nappy and Boris can kill them. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. So I'm useful once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, that's what I do in Red Dead. You sure do. Like I, I just ride around and I, I rope everybody up and bring them to a regular area so they can get murdered. Yep, that's what I do. To the killing den. I am the, uh, I am the decoy.
1: I gotta play that with you guys. Yeah, I you gotta get
0: you, finally. You gotta get on with this. It's good times.
2: You know, and yeah. and we promise. Not we can't promise for Bobby, but we promise that we won't do to you what Bobby did. To his almost brother-in-law, oh convinces the guy to buy the sixty-dollar game. And the first time he logs in to play multiplayer, Bobby face fucks him like four times in a row. And the guy turns it off and gets rid of the game.
0: Yeah, never, never played it again.
2: He's yeah. like, "Well, I don't really know the controls. I'm yep. dead." <laughs> Bobby chases him around the map.
0: You, that you. That will... doesn't
1: get me. That <laughs> stuff doesn't get me irritated, man. I've been gaming for such a long time and. <laughs> I think the best way to learn is just to get your ass beat multiple times. Absolutely.
0: I've got plenty. My death to kill ratio is very terrible because that's the way I, that's the way I learn as well. Um, Yeah. I I will tell you there is, you will receive a posse invite as soon as you, as soon as you join the session. Uh, The rule is join the posse or die. So (laughs) just remember that. Uh, All
1: right.
0: It looks like I'm in. Shit. (laughs) You're either with us or you're against us. Pretty much. If you show up red on the map, you're going down.
1: There you go. I, I agree.
2: I agree. Right. So, last question before yep. before we cut you loose, Rafi, because I know you got you got a life and practice to do. Aside from Tekken, which I'm not saying it is your favorite game, but what would you say is your favorite game of all time? And if you can't think of one, you can give us your top three or five in no particular order. Favorite
1: game. It's actually not going to be that difficult to answer. Uh, it's probably going to be Legends of Zelda, Legend of Zelda, um, Link to the Past.
2: So that's the one for SNES, right? Yep. That's I the one they just I remastered, right? I think that's the one
0: I played when I was
1: young. Uh, I don't know if they, re- I think they remastered it a, a bit ago, okay. but um, that's probably my all-time favorite. I can play that still to this day. It's Uh, like the original RuneScape,
0: is it? Yeah, I don't think it's anything like that. The uh, that's the eight bit one, right? The RuneScape.
2: I think so. I don't know. I've I've never played RuneScape. I know
0: that's making a resurgence for the youngins. Yeah, I watched my my niece play it when I was at my brother's house last year, Mm. and like it's. I almost wanted to come home and download it. Like it's just relaxing. Hmm. It's weird. It is. Yeah. It is. I'd say a Legend of
2: Zelda game being your number one is probably pretty common for anybody within a 10-year range. I
0: mean,
2: I still subscribe to the theory of if you ever played Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, every other game you've played is probably compared to it. Not necessarily are the graphics or equivalent or anything, but like I had so much time and fun invested Mm -hmm. in Ocarina of Time. And thinking back to it, the graphics were amazing at the time, but I'm sure they're kind of shit now. But that's my standout game. It's Excite
0: Bike for me. Is Seriously, it? Seriously, yeah, absolutely. Like, Excite Bike's just that one game I, I remember playing a bunch of when I was a kid. Contra sometimes, too. Mostly because I like to steal my brother's life in Contra with a <laughs> little cheat code. And speaking of which, the uh, creator died. Oh, that time. Yeah. For did,
1: the Konami code,
0: yeah. Oh, okay. That, okay, I saw that article. I didn't realize that was him.
2: And so, did you ever, on yeah. Excite Bike, make your own levels? Absolutely. That's did the only you, thing I did. Did you know if you go to make a level and save it without putting an end. It's an eight minute and change or nine minute long lap. (laughs) You can just sit on the the throttle and it just drives flat
0: and forever. almost. Oh yeah. No, I didn't know that. That's awesome. I did not know that. Well, thanks for, thanks for sharing that Travis. I'm glad you brought (laughs) something to this podcast. Yay. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. We, uh, well, it was, Rafi, it was good talking to you. Uh, we're gonna get you. Uh, we're, we're definitely tag you in uh, in all the uh, all the social media stuff and all the descriptions. But for everybody listening, it is at the underscore Armenian underscore Demon on YouTube. Uh, if you guys want to, you know, give him a follow, subscribe to his channel. Make sure you guys are checking out all his videos and supporting him. Did you get that name
2: because you're a devil, or because you're Armenian,
1: or it's, it's mostly because I'm Armenian and I needed something pretty cool after that. So. Okay. I'm with it. So the reason I picked the Armenian Demon, long story short, is in the Tekken community, there's not a lot of Armenian players. And now from last year, Pakistan showed up and ended up becoming like primarily the, the gods of the Tekken game. All the Pakistani players ended up being very awesome and knocked out all the Korean and Japanese players and stuff like that. And it was un- It was unheard of. But I thought in my head, I was like, "Hey, I wonder if Armenia has like a gaming kind of group." And I found out they do, and they play Counter Strike and shit. So nice. I'm trying to get them into the fighting scene, mostly in in California, though. So we'll see what I can do. But yeah, it's the reason I picked the Armenian and then the demon at the end of it because it kind of just flowed together. There's no symbolism behind that mm-hmm. other than. I wanted people to know that I was Armenian so I'm proud of my heritage. So
0: absolutely brother, that's good stuff. Well, again, we, we, uh, we appreciate you taking some time to talk to us. Uh, make sure everybody that's listening goes out there and gives him a, uh, a like and a follow, um, and, and definitely keep an eye on what he's doing I think he's going to do some really cool things this year.
1: Yeah, man. I'd love for everybody to join me on my travels. Um, if you have a chance, go to the, my YouTube site, please subscribe. It does help me out. And the more people that I have that subscribe to me, um, makes me want to do bigger and better things, you know. So stay tuned and keeping, you know, uh, keeping the line for the twenty-four hour live stream for, like I said, what, uh, partnered up with the Bikers Against Trafficking. Uh, and check them out also at thebikersagainsttrafficking dot uh, org. They're an amazing group of people, and I, I couldn't believe they agreed to partner up with me and 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 do this twenty-four hour live stream for their for a good cause. So. I want to thank you guys for having me on this podcast.
0: Hey, no no problem, man. We appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Absolutely. Okay. All right, thank buddy. you very
1: much, my friend.
0: All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Be good. All
1: right.
2: Bye. Hey, kids. You've reached the end of the podcast. That's it. There's nothing more here. Just dead air and this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence, though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show. Or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything, really, just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right, well, this is the actual end. Hand banana.